Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome to another episode of Drive Time, where we answer kids' questions to spark amazing conversations. Today is February 12th. This is the day of the big game. I don't know if anyone has plans, but it's the big game today, and we are excited. I'm also excited to have my friend Lily back with us. Hi, Lily. How are you? Hi, Ryan. I'm good. Lily, are you going to watch the big game? Maybe. All right. Maybe. It's the... Uh, don't even... Don't even know if we can say the teams on the podcast. So two teams are playing in the big game. And if you want, I have a perfect snack for you. Okay. It's National Pork Rind Day. No. Yeah. No, no, no. No, but it is national. Yeah. Yeah. So it's National Pork Rind Day. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you home with a bag of pork rinds and you can sit them and eat them as you're watching the big game. Look how all that goes together. I don't like pork rinds very much. Oh, I don't even know what a pork rind is. Me either. I'm still but new to the South, and so I don't know. They don't taste very Living good. here in Jackson, Tennessee, the most wonderful city in the world, I do not know what a pork rind is. But I did have catfish last year. That's good. Yeah, so I'm slowly assimilating, I guess, into what people have told me that I need to try. Yeah. Someone said I need to try something else one day, and I said absolutely not. But it wasn't Nutella. That's from last time we did the podcast together. Anyway, it is February 12th. It's the day of the big game. So I hope you have fun watching the big game if you choose to watch it. But also, I hope that you're listening to this wonderful podcast. Hey, fun fact of the day outside of the announcement of the big game. Uh, Do you know, Lily Maddox, you get one guess on which English word has the most definitions in the dictionary? Um, mm-hmm. Of all the words, don't say xylophone. That has one definition. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? There. That, ooh, that I think that's a great guess. Yeah. That's a great guess. Unfortunately, it is incorrect. But uh, the word set has the largest number of meanings of any of any English word. Wow. Did you know that? No. Set. So if you want to look up set in the Webster's dictionary, I'm sure you'll be reading for quite some time. Wow. Maybe they don't even list them all because that would just be pages and pages of definitions. Anyway, moving on to the most important part of this podcast. The question that we got today from Caleb is, how can we store up treasures in heaven? Lily, when I say the word treasure, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Go. Money. Money. Gold. I remember as a kid, I watched this show, and I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's called DuckTales. Have you ever seen DuckTales? I have seen DuckTales. Yeah. Yeah. It's with Scrooge McDuck, and he had a Scottish accent, so that was my best impersonation. And he had a giant vault full with gold coins and he would yeah. dive into his gold coins and swim through them yeah. which later i found out is actually physically impossible that would hurt that would hurt very yeah. much but that's what he did that was his treasure some people would think of buried treasure 
and pirates searching the open ocean for buried treasure, gold, jewelry, precious stones, all of those things. But Jesus, in his Sermon on the Mount, he twists our point of view when it comes to treasure. So, Caleb, how can we store up treasures in heaven? Well, first, let's see what Jesus says about the aspect of treasures of heaven in the first place. Lily, go ahead and read for us from the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So, Jesus is making a point that treasure does exist here in this world, right? When, again, when we're thinking of treasure, when we think of the shiny things, the fancy objects, the gold, he's saying those things do exist. But what Jesus is trying to do is he's trying to change our definition of treasure. When the Bible talks about storing up treasures in heaven, it's not referring to material things. Storing up things as heaven is done by living a life for God faithfully. We can serve God in our everyday life. Even as a kid, you can start storing up treasures in heaven. Serving God, living for him, um, attending church, being part of a congregation, sharing the gospel, doing kind things for one another, loving each other just as Christ has loved us. Every time you do these things for God, out of your heart by obeying God, you are storing up treasures in heaven. Even though life can get hard, God wants you to remain faithful and to continue to serve him. So, we're not supposed to do good things to earn God's love. That's not, that's not a thing. But because of God's love, we should desire to do good things, even if nobody notices what we do, because God notices everything we do. And so, yes, it might be nice to have money or a fancy car. Lily, what kind of fancy car do you want? Can you think? Um, Jeep. Jeep. Yeah, yeah that's, a good, that's a good go-to answer. It's not wrong to have a Jeep. It's not wrong to have money. It's not wrong to do all those things. But what Jesus is saying is if that's your focus, is just to store up all of these treasures on earth and to ignore God and to ignore the way that he wants you to live your life, all those things are going to break down. All those things are going to rust. All those things are going to go away. Things, material things don't last forever. But eternity lasts forever. Storing up treasures in heaven for yourself by loving God, obeying God, and loving his people, by using the gifts that you have received to serve God, that's a reward because you get to be with him in eternity and experience God's love. Paul says in 2 Timothy 4.8, There's a crown waiting for me. It is given to those who are right with God. The Lord who judges fairly will give it to me on the day he returns, and he will not only give it to me, he will also give it to all those who are longing for him to return. And so as a family, why don't you do me a favor? Talk about all the amazing things that can, God does for us. Talk about all the amazing things that we can do for God as a family. Talk about the difference between treasures on earth and treasures in heaven. And again, 
I'm not painting treasures on earth as a bad light. But when that's our only focus, then there's something wrong with the way that our heart is aligned. And so parents, talk to your children about how do we grow up in a world that is so focused on treasure on earth? How do we grow up in that world and balance that with the treasure that God wants us to seek? Have great conversations. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Drive Time. I pray that this short listen will turn into a road trip conversation with your family. I'll see you next time.